My name is Brian. I'm the lead pastor of Grand Valley Church, and we're a community of faith in Brandon, Manitoba. We hope that this message helps you to explore faith and grow in your relationship with God. Well, good morning. Welcome here to our Grand Valley Live. I'm glad that you're here with us, whether you're live right now or you're watching this on the replay later. Today, we're going to be jumping into a question that humanity has asked since the beginning of time, and it's a question that's really relevant for where we are today and our current situation. And this is a question people have asked no matter what their background is, whether they have faith in Jesus or not, or whether they have a different faith than Christianity. This is a question that's been asked, and we're going to dive into that question today. But first, in our last live, we talked about being in a season of disruption, that right now all of us are in a different normal. Everything's a little strange, and a lot of us are grieving the loss of our security and stability. And we're asking this question, when is this going to be over? And so we're asking questions about what's going on, what's happening, when is it going to be over? But the question underneath, the question that's in the back of our minds that only comes out sometimes, is the question of why. Why is this happening? And right now, Why are we experiencing suffering on such a large scale? Now, when we talk about suffering, we need to remember that suffering is not just a philosophical question, it's a personal question. This is something not to take lightly because this is something that we're all experiencing. And when we talk about suffering, it's very personal, it's very real. And so I don't want to treat this lightly today. I actually want to take us as a dive into this because this question of suffering is one of the oldest questions humanity has ever asked. Now, I'm not a psychologist and I'm not a philosopher. I'm a pastor. And my role as a pastor is to take theology, our study of God, and make it practical and help us together navigate our faith in the current reality. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to take a theological approach to suffering. And I hope you'll go there with us to to wrestle with some of the questions and the conversations that we're going to start by being here together on this live today. Now, the first question we often ask is, where does suffering come from? When we say, why does suffering happen? It's like, where does it come from? Now, we understand when suffering has a human cause, when someone has wronged us, when someone has harmed us. We all have a sense of what justice is and what injustice is. But we find it a lot more difficult when suffering does not have a human cause. When suffering is a tragedy or a disaster or what we're experiencing right now in a global pandemic, we find it more difficult to answer this question, well, where does it come from? Why is it happening? Now, Paul, the apostle in the first century, he wrote a letter to a group of Christians that were in Rome. And he answered this question uh, about suffering and the cause of it. When he said this in Romans 8.22, he says, For we know that all creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. Now he starts by saying, for we know. He takes this as a given, that his audience, that the Church of Rome, even in the first century, understood this, that creation is groaning as if it's in pain, right up into the present time. He's saying, this is how it's been since the beginning. Our world is broken. Things in our world happen in ways that are not what it's meant to be, and our world needs help. 
But here's the truth underlying this, is that God does not give up on what he has created. In fact, suffering has always been part of the human story since the very beginning. And that's not a very comforting thought to think about. But I want to dive into this because everyone has experienced the tension of living in this broken world, this world that's groaning out in pain as Paul describes it. And right now, our sense of that tension is heightened by the virus that's on everyone's mind. And so what I want to do is I want to share with you what I found comforting in this time. And the first part is this, is the truth that scripture constantly says that God did not set the world in motion and then walk away. In fact, what God is always doing is God is constantly working to redeem and restore this suffering that we experience. Now, only one book of the Bible doesn't deal with suffering in, one, in, in some way or form. In fact, if we look at the Old Testament, the first half of Scripture, the entire Old Testament has this bigger story unfolding through it all. And that story is displaying what God does when things don't go according to plan. In fact, right in the very beginning, God creates and humanity wrecks it right away and breaks God's plan. And then later on, when the ancient Israelites reach the promised land, this, this goal that they've been reaching for and striving for for decades, they mess up and they choose to follow the gods of the nations around them instead of staying devoted to God. And then later on, when the Israelites lose the promised land that they were supposed to inhabit for forever, they lose it because they messed up on being God's people and being a witness to the world. See, God used each of these each of these mistakes that humanity made, each of these times when we wreck his plan and what God is reaching for, he used these as an opportunity to move towards his ultimate plan, his bigger plan that he was moving towards right from the very beginning of Scripture. In fact, the Old Testament authors often have this question that they're asking as they're constantly facing suffering as a people. And they're saying, will we choose to hold to our faith in seasons of suffering? When everything's going wrong, will we still hold on to what we knew was secure when life was easy, when life was normal, before whatever the current experience happened? Will we still hold on to that faith when we're in the depths of the difficult seasons now? And so God created a plan, a bigger plan that he was moving towards constantly. And this is where I find a huge piece of comfort and understanding of our scriptures, is when I realize that God created a plan where he stepped into the world to experience suffering with us. In fact, Jesus experienced the depths of human suffering. Because when the time was right, God put on flesh and stepped into the world. And he experienced every piece of human suffering. In fact, he experienced the depths of being betrayed by all those that were close to him, being abandoned by his closest friends. He was given an unfair trial on crimes he didn't commit. Uh, and then he was executed as a common criminal, being put on display, his death to be a spectacle to everyone around. And in fact, Jesus, earlier on in his ministry, told his disciples 
that this would happen, that he would suffer this way. Earlier on in Luke 9, verse 22, Jesus says this. He says, the son of man, that's a term he uses for himself, must suffer many terrible things. He will be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law. He will be killed, but on the third day, he will be raised from the dead. That's the promise that Jesus made earlier on. See, when Jesus meets with us, he knows suffering. And this is the comfort we find in our faith, is that what makes following Jesus so unique is that God meets us in our suffering, and he meets us as one who has experienced suffering the way that we have as well. Now this makes, this is what makes God who he is. Because when he comes and meets us in our suffering, he actually asks us to do something. He actually invites us to become his partners in redeeming our present world. He asks us to be active in what he's doing to redeem and restore and reshape all of creation. This is the part that as we meet with people, as we weep with those who weep, as we mourn with those who mourn, as we show love and kindness to those around us, as our faith instructs us to do all those things, our faith is instructing instructing us to be partners in God's redemption. God's plan is not finished yet because God hasn't been able to call everyone to him the way he desires to. In fact, this is the heartbeat of our faith, that God's love was so strong and so overwhelming that he came into the world to make a path open. And so later on in the church, I want to end with this passage from Galatians. Later on, the Apostle Paul is writing this, and he is instructing the churches of the area in Galatia, and he says, Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. So when he says, Share each other's burdens, he's saying, Share in whatever is difficult. Share in what's hard. Share in what is testing you. Share in your sufferings with one another. And when you do that, you are obeying the law of Christ. Now, there's something deeply fascinating when he calls this the law of Christ and and this contrast he's making with the entire Old Testament covenant, but we're going to leave that for another time. And what I want to focus on right now is this idea of when we are suffering, when we are all in the midst of feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and insecure and unsure of what to do next. What Paul called the church to do in the first century was to share in each other's burdens. And so for us, we have to ask that question, that when we are experiencing fear, when we're experiencing anxiety, stress, grief, loss, all the multitude of emotions that are so very real and present to us today, Are we willing to share those with one another? Are we willing to dive into what does it mean to connect with each other and share what's going on? Because when we do that, when we share in our burdens, when we share in our sufferings, when we meet with one another, and right now it's virtual and online and and we can use technology to our advantage in that way, but when we do that, we actually bring a piece of God's presence into those conversations with us. In fact, this is one of the ways that we are part of redeeming the world is when we bring God's presence into these conversations with us. 
And so the question that I want to leave us with today is as we look at this big picture of suffering, are we able to see what God is doing? Are we able to see that God is seeking to redeem and restore even when we have difficulty even having an idea what life may be like in the coming days, weeks, and months? Are we willing to say that we want to share one another's burdens, that we want to walk together in this, that we want to be light and love and hope for one another in this time? So today, and throughout this week, and throughout the weeks ahead, Can we make a commitment that we want to connect with one another to do just this, to share our burdens? Sometimes we just need to admit that what we're going through is hard and difficult. And to be able to understand this is difficult for everyone, that we're all in this current situation together. So maybe when we meet, sharing our burdens looks like venting. Maybe it looks like crying. Maybe it looks like just talking. But I hope it also looks like praying. That as we take our burdens to Christ in prayer, that we can share one another's burdens and we can bring pieces of God's presence and God's bigger plan into the conversations we're having. And so that's the challenge that I want to leave you with this week. And let me just end with saying a quick prayer of blessing for you. God, we know you want to meet with us. We know you want to reveal your love to to us. And Lord, would you help us to be people who share our burdens with one another? That we would understand suffering through the lens of you suffering with us. So that together we can be your presence, your light, and your life into the world. In your name we pray. Amen. Folks, thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking out to the end of this live. We're going to be doing this every Sunday where we gather this way online, but you can also watch the replay at any time. And one of the things I want to ask you to do and maybe encourage you to do is that if these lives are something that are helping you, you probably know people that this would help as well. And so I want to encourage you to maybe take this video and share the link with someone to say, hey, this is something that's helping me and I hope that this is something that can help you. And so would you consider doing that for me? And as always, want you to encourage you to stay in touch and stay in contact with us. We may not be meeting physically, but the church is not limited by our physical presence. So, folks, I hope you have an awesome Sunday, a great week, and see you next Sunday. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Our Sunday services are online only, streaming at 11 a.m. on YouTube. You can find out more about our church by going to mygrandvalley.ca or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for My Grand Valley. Thanks for listening.